Injuries and depth are big concerns for both Missouri and Tennessee tomorrow. Plus, volunteers running back Tyon Evans gives us some bulletin board material and my pick for the game and Project Run Play coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball each and every weekday. And thank you for making me your first listen on this lovely Friday morning. And you know what your second listen should be, in my opinion, it's got to be Locked On Cardinals, Lucas Smith a Mizzou alum himself, does a great job breaking down the St. Louis Cardinals all the time. And I don't know if you've noticed, the Cardinals are pretty dang hot right now heading into the postseason. Of course you've noticed. So check out Locked On Cardinals wherever you get your podcasts for free and on YouTube as well. Now, a lot of Missouri fans may have noticed that Trey Williams and Markel Utzi, for instance, a couple guys who transferred to Arkansas, are now part of an Arkansas defense and just an Arkansas squad that is quite a bit better than I think most pundits, including myself, expected before the season. So certainly Missouri has lost a lot to the transfer portal this this, uh, previous offseason. But if there's any team that lost more than Missouri, well, it's got to be Tennessee. And I think because of that factor – Injuries and depth could really, really be huge factors in the football game tomorrow morning. And I think that's especially the case when Tennessee has the football. So for the Tennessee offense and the Missouri defense, with all the pace that, of course, we know as Missouri fans, we've seen the Josh Heupel offense before, right? We'll expect the exact same thing. Expect Heupel and Tennessee to attempt to snap the ball every 15 or 20 seconds. So obviously, that's going to mean, you. you in, in theory, you'd like to rotate more players in and out. But if you're Missouri, how confident are you in your second string right now defensively if your first string has been getting gashed for huge gains, especially on the ground? But of course, with that tempo is limited opportunities to substitute. Now, Missouri actually did release its official injury report yesterday, and out for the Tennessee game are Mookie Cooper and interior defensive lineman Darius Robinson. So, again, the depth being challenged already along the defensive line with Darius Robinson out for this ball game will be interesting. We'll probably see more of Makai Wingo, among others, but you know, that, that's a little bit worrisome. Not that certainly Robinson had not been a dominant interior lineman at this point. Nobody for, for Missouri has been dominating on the interior line so far. But again, just a depth challenge there. Missouri doesn't have a ton of it. That's got to worry you a little bit. And of course, Mookie Cooper ruled out this week probably for the best. I mean, honestly, for as much as we've talked about Mookie Cooper on this program, it's mostly been about his injury, his usage. At this point, he just needs to take a week off, get right, and hopefully be 100% by the time North Texas comes around or whenever he's 100% 
just keep him out until then. Now, popping up as questionable on the Mizzou injury report, Barrett Bannister, who frankly has become one of Connor Basilak's most reliable targets, that's a little bit worrisome. Also, Case Cook still on the injury report listed as questionable. Certainly far from a sure thing that Case plays in this ball game. I thought Missouri's run game in particular definitely suffered in Boston this past week without Case. And also tight end Nico Hay has popped up as questionable as well. Certainly Nico's been a pretty good target around the red zone so far. So again, not ideal, but overall Missouri is relatively healthy for this football game, it would seem. Now, on the other side of the football for Tennessee, well, I did notice that in the Florida game, Cooper Mays, Tennessee's center, was limping around quite a bit in the second half, and notably he had a hand injury problem as well. And you notice some bad snaps, some low snaps by Mays during that football game. And I tell you, especially with the Josh Heupel-type offense, but on any offense – That shotgun snap, if it's just a little low, the quarterback receives it anyway. But if he has to reach down, take his eyes off of the field and gather that football, well, that just throws off the timing of the entire play. So if Cooper Mays is still feeling that hand injury, if he's still less than 100% healthy there, Missouri could get some fortunate breaks on some bad snaps in this football game. Keep your eyes on that as the game unfolds tomorrow. Now, considering how porous Missouri's run defense has been so far in the season, you got to think Heupel and the rest of that Tennessee offense is pretty confident in what they, what they can do on the ground tomorrow. Well, their starting running back definitely had some bulletin board material to put out there for Eli Drinkwitz, and I'll tell you what that is, but first, I do want to tell you about Built Bar, the greatest tasting protein bar of all time. But not only do these things taste great, well, they're high in protein, low cal, low sugar, low carb. That's what you want, and that's why they were the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team for this past Olympics. You know what? If it's good enough for them, it's got to be good enough for those of us. If Carissa Schweitzer can eat a built bar well you know what i think i can eat one as well but you know what if you're into finding out what kind of flavors that built bar has to offer go to the website right now builtbar.com check yourself out a mixed box and guess what when you do when you go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order once again use promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com Tennessee running back Tyon Evans, their starter at running back, was asked what he's seen from Missouri's defense by the press down in Knoxville, and he said, I don't want to get into it, and then took a dramatic pause and continued, we're going to have some fun. Well, you know what, Tyon, I can't blame you for that. I'm sure Josh Heupel who doesn't like any information about his program or anything interesting coming out whatsoever. I'm sure Josh Heupel had a bit of a talking to with Tyon Evans after that one. But you know what? For as much as that is a bit of a bulletin board quote, I don't know that pinning that particular quote 
on the bulletin board, on the dry erase board, on the projector screen. No matter where you want to pin it, I'm not sure that it's totally going to matter for this Missouri run defense this weekend. Now, on one hand, Eric Kane on yesterday's program, we did a crossover episode with the Locked On Vols host. Well, he put me in my place about the Tennessee offensive line. That made it sound a little more aggressive. No, he just corrected some of my preconceived notions that Tennessee had most of its offensive line back from last year, and that's a dominant group. But you know what? So far, the Missouri defensive front seven in particular has made basically every offensive line we've played so far, with the possible exception of Southeast Missouri in the first half, look like a dominant group. So again, you can totally understand why Tyon Evans and the rest of that Tennessee offense is probably feeling pretty darn confident about their running game. So if you're Steve Wilkes, what do you do? What's the adjustment? To me, it's pretty simple. I think you've got to essentially do what you did in the fourth quarter against Boston College, which is essentially put eight guys in the box and tell your receivers, your defensive backs, I should say, you're going to have to play one-on-one coverage with these receivers. And you know what? If they beat you over the top, it's going to happen occasionally. But what we can't do is just allow seven, eight yards a clip, especially at that hyper hyper-speed offense that he likes to run. To me, Missouri just basically needs to have Martez Manuel, Sean Robinson, whoever's in there as your your strong safety, your nickelbacks, they basically be they basically need to be extra linebackers at this point. Jalen Carlisle, you're the single high safety. You're going to be 15, 20 yards off the line of scrimmage, and we're basically either going to play man-to-man in front of Jalen Carlisle and single high cover one coverage, or we're going to play some cover three zone on occasion. Either way, we're going to have one safety in the middle of the field, and we are going to dare Tennessee to throw the ball deep down the sidelines. Now, if you remember Heupel's offense back in the Drew Locke days, well, there was a lot of running between the tackles and then play action on first and second down a lot of times off of those between-the-tackle runs that were deep shots down the sidelines. So schematically, Josh Heupel has no problem whatsoever doing exactly what I'm trying to force Tennessee to do. But here's the thing, he doesn't have Drew Locke anymore. He doesn't have anybody close right now. To me, whether it's Hendon Hendon Hooker, who really doesn't look like he has a whole lot as far as a passer to me, he was the starter last week against Florida. Well, he got a little bit of a lower leg injury late in that Florida game, it's possible that former Michigan starter Joe Milton, he started a game or two for the Vols early in the season as well. Possible he takes the ball as well. I'm not sure what to expect as far as who the starter is, but either way, I would much rather take my chances with Tennessee throwing the ball 20, 25, 35 yards down the sidelines, with so far during which so far during the season – they haven't been particularly effective at. In fact, until the Florida game, they hit a couple deep shots finally. Before that, just awful. Hadn't hit a single one all season. And even in that Florida game, you saw a couple wide open receivers down the sidelines missed in an embarrassing fashion. So to me, if you see Hendon Hooker out there 
force them to throw the ball deep down the sidelines and live with the results. If they hit one or two, don't get discouraged and don't get away from that plan. Now, if Hooker's in there instead of Milton, Hooker's certainly going to run the football more. Milton, more of a threat with that big arm of his to throw it down the sidelines. But again, also, maybe you have to worry less about the scrambling quarterback and designed draws, those type of deals. So either way, I think if you're Missouri, there's no real choice. You have to play eight guys in the box, force Tennessee to throw it deep down the sidelines. Oh, and by the way, the point spread over at betonline.ag has been hanging steady at Missouri minus three all week. But you know what? The total, on the other hand, has had quite a big move. Now the total opened at 62.5 points, the over-under. Now it's 65.5. That's a full field goal move toward the over. And, you know, I had been advocating a parlay, if you like Missouri, take the money line and the over. But you know what? With it all the way up at 65.5 now, if you didn't already do that, well, I disavow all knowledge now. I, I'm I'm making the... <laughs> the cut the neck, the cut the head off motion. No more. We're we're done with that bet. But regardless of what kind of bet you want to make, you got to go to betonline.ag and you can get a one hundred percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's right, a one hundred percent welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On at BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. And by Prize Picks, the leader in college sports daily fantasy, offering more college football props than anyone in the industry, and offers all the star players of the Power Five, as well as some more under the radar mid major players that you can maybe get a little bit of an edge on as well. Any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. It's all there at Prize Picks, and you can even put two to five players together on an over-under against their projections. Went up to ten times you put down on any entry, and it's just you versus those projected numbers. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Locked On, or go to your app store. Download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You know, it seems like all the talk about Missouri's lack of defensive production so far has almost started to overshadow the offense a little bit. And from my perspective, this has been a really solid, efficient offensive group so far. They aren't the most explosive group in the world. Most of their explosive plays will come from Tyler Beatty more than likely. But I tell you, I think this group looks a lot more, let's just say, mature than Tennessee does so far. Year two for Eli Drinkwitz, year one as head coach for Josh Heupel down in Knoxville, and ultimately I think that will make a difference. From what I saw of Tennessee, again, on the road against a really good Florida team, of course, on Saturday, they just look sloppier and less prepared than Missouri. Obviously, this is this offense for Tennessee, a big departure from what they were doing in previous years. So I still think there's a lot of kinks to be worked out there. So to me, I think Missouri, 
while both teams will probably give up some points for sure, I'm thinking something like Missouri 41, Tennessee 31. I think Tennessee will, I think Missouri is going to win the penalty battle, win the turnover battle, win the special teams battle. And I think all those little things is enough for me to favor the Tigers, despite the fact that I'm certain Tennessee is going to rush for 200 yards or more against the Tigers this week. I mean, gosh, 275 has become the expectation early in this season. And considering how fast Heupel likes to run the ball and run plays, gosh, 300 yards is easily in play. And yet, I still just feel like Missouri has the slightly superior club at this point. Now, if it were in Knoxville, I might be feeling a different way. But in Columbia, I just think, you know, Tennessee looked a little bit rattled at times last week on the road in in Gainesville. So hopefully the about 50,000 in Columbia tomorrow will make a big difference. And now it is time for Project Run Play. And, of course, Tigers reveal their all-black uniforms wearing black on top, black on the bottoms, and of course the black helmet with the Power Tiger logo as well. And as much as I love that our striping along the side of the pants, the top of the jerseys, the top of the helmet, well, I love that it all matches so beautifully now. But I have to say, I was struck last night watching Miami and Virginia play on Thursday Night Football on ESPN that a lot of teams, including the the Cavaliers and the Hurricanes, have very similar striping to what Missouri is rocking these days. Now, nothing wrong with that necessarily, of course, but I do still really miss the diamond, for lack of a better term, the gold diamond sort of pattern that was in the middle of that middle gold stripe on the helmets that was prominent last year. You might remember Missouri wore those beautiful gold helmets, sorry, the black helmets with gold striping, gold block M's last year against Kentucky. Well, I just miss, you know, the diamond pattern, by the way, that's essentially the end zone, the Missouri end zone. Those, the squares that are turned sort of askew. Again, that we're calling that a diamond pattern. Is that really a diamond? I don't know. But that's what people online refer to it as. So I'll go with it. And to me, again, the striping that Missouri has looks somewhat generic if you put their uniforms, if you put them next to my University of Miami and the University of Virginia, for instance, you'd say, huh, those look pretty similar. Well, to me, that little diamond pattern in the middle actually made those helmets really pop, and I miss it. So other than that, though, the all blacks look really good, a more traditional look for Missouri. You know what? we got to get black and gold at some point. Maybe that'll be for homecoming against North Texas. That's my prediction for Project Run Play. But once again, thanks so much for making me your first listen of your podcast day. And you know what? For your second listen, if I were you, I would check out Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports because, well, quite simply, they're giving you winners at a really, really successful clip these days. What else do you need to know? So follow the Locked On Bets podcast wherever you get them for free and on YouTube, brought to you by betonline.ag. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.